0: Welcome back to Activity Quest, the podcast that's packed with stuff to do. Now this week it's to do or not to do? That is the question, because this episode is a Shakespeare special. I'm off to Shakespeare's Globe to find out what's on offer. We're discovering a competition all about Shakespeare and we've got a fun game you can play at home too. Now my name is Bex and every episode of the Activity Quest podcast starts with a fun kids presenter doing something awesome and today it's my turn. I'm after Shakespeare's Globe Theatre. It's on the south bank of the River Thames in London. So Vanessa can you tell me what your job is here at
1: Shakespeare's Globe? I am well as an artist I come here and I help make works. So I'm doing a storytelling which I perform in which I helped write and direct and I also give workshops and I also direct the youth theatre here and I first joined here as an associate director helping them actor musician shows go on tour so sort of lots of different projects which I get involved in. It's a lovely place to work and there's lots of things going on.
0: And tell me about the storytelling. What
1: what are we expecting with this? hmm what to expect with the storytelling well you will know the story of a midsummer night's dream by the time you've left and you'll probably be able to remember all the names of the characters <laughs> it's a very confusing story but um the main thing is just a really fun uh, hour really where you're sat down and you might stand up and come and join me on stage and together we're going to go on this adventure through the story of a midsummer night's dream i tell the story as one of the characters Helena. There's two sets of lovers that run away into a magical forest, and I'm I'm one of them. So the story isn't usually told from her perspective. So there's a sort of new uh, perspective on this. But we also go through all the other characters. There's many of them, there's a magical forest with the king of the fairies and the queen of the fairies, who at the very start of the story are already in the middle of an argument and these two lovers come in and they're all sort of on their own different adventures. One of them loves the other one and the other ones are running away from their fathers. And So it's a big sort of complicated adventure story and we're going to go through it all with me telling the story, the children coming on stage to help me and... All the props I have in my suitcase suddenly appearing and becoming different characters. So it's a magical, complicated adventure, but we'll make sense of it all and everyone will get involved. Okay, so we just opened the door and uh, a rather massive
0: room occurred in front of me. Well, I say massive. It's small for a theatre, I guess. And it's really intimate. It's all wooden. It's beautiful. And this, I believe, is the Sam Wanmaker
1: Playhouse, right? And uh, can you describe it to our listeners who've never been in here before? (sighs) Well, you say it's a massive room and it is indeed big stage, but it feels like being inside a doll's house because everything is just perfect. Yeah. It's all made out of wood, beautifully decorated and painted and it's a little bit dark in here but you can see very clearly what's on stage but it just feels a little bit magic when you come in. You come in through the hallway and then suddenly this room reveals itself to you with a painted ceiling and you've got stars and sort of cherub faces and clouds up in there in the heavens and then also on the ceiling you've got these chandeliers with candles. It's a little bit Beauty and the Beast this sort of magical indoor space and usually when they do the, um, the shows candles are lit, though they're not lit for our shows but in the grown up shows they are And then you've got a balcony where the musicians are. And it's all painted with gold and black and decorative things. And in fact, you can see a thunder special effect instrument up there. That sheet there, you can hit and make it seem like there's a thunderstorm. So all these magical special effects that happen. And then you see around the room, there's galleries where people can sit. And then there's the stage proper with a big central doorway where the main characters might come through. Two other doors next to it and the wooden stage, which you can actually touch if you walk in and sit in the lower section. You can walk on stage very easily yourself, if you're invited to, (laughs) maybe, for a storytelling (laughs) show. Um, And also the actors might make their entrance through this bit here, so you might see the actors come through right past where you're sat, go up the stairs and go on the stage. And the people sat in the galleries on the side as well. They could just reach out maybe and touch someone if they wanted to. And basically, everyone on stage can see everybody sat here. So at any point, you know, they might look you right in the eye as they're doing their performance.
0: And, and I'm here with Lucy as well. Lucy, what's your job? Um, I'm director of education, uh, and I look after learning and family work specifically. Yeah. So uh, have you have you been on the storytelling adventure?
2: Have you seen this show? I have, but it's absolutely hilarious. So if you if you bring your pet, if you bring your children. Um, most of them end up in the show in this version. I would say um, everyone is involved in kind of creating the atmosphere, creating the effects, the sound effects, um, and it's very interactive. And mostly, we find that not only do children love it, and the Shakespearean language that's woven into the the performance, they don't even actually realise they're listening to Shakespeare because it's so blended beautifully. But adults who maybe didn't know the play or sort of knew it a little bit go away of really understanding it and love it just as much as their children. So it works it works generationally. That's the work we try and do. We try and we don't want parents just to feel they come and they're watching their children have some an experience. We want everyone to have the experience. Now
0: this is amazing. Now tell me, if if I was coming to the show and I was on stage. Uh, It's not embarrassing is it? It's one of those things that's really fun to be on stage and it's really cool and exciting, right?
1: Yeah absolutely. What's really wonderful about Shakespeare's Theatre is when you're here in this venue here at the Globe you recognise how much the audience are always meant to get involved. It's not meant to be this is my solo moment, everyone be quiet. It's quite the opposite. It's meant to be raucous anyway even if you weren't getting up on stage but we also do let you get up on stage and you'll see just how fun it is to play with the audience. Basically everyone's on your side and you want to get involved, and one of the characters in this story, very famously, Bottom, loves steal- stealing the scene and milking everything. And eventually, we all become Bottoms. Basically, <laughs> we all become people who want to milk the scene, and um, by, by which I mean, you know, really have fun and enjoy the audience reaction to what nobody's you're doing. Nobody's forced on stage, are no. they? nobody's forced. <laughs> but you have um, too many
2: volunteers, don't you? Every yeah. show.
1: I try and get everyone involved but it can get very chaotic <laughs> but it
0: suits the story because it's a chaotic story I love There's so many chances to get involved now I, I feel like Vanessa you, you obviously are a performer uh, if we've got somebody listening who needs a top tip of
1: when they were to come what would your best tip be to somebody who's coming to the, the workshops oh I would just say uh, get ready to have fun <laughs> stay playful and I think you're absolutely right Lucy because when adults come here the professionals sometimes they really struggle because they take it so seriously and they're sure that all the pressure's on them, and actually it's not. It's all about playing with the others and with the audience and staying playful. And I think kids have that really naturally because they do it every day. They've got that muscle active. So I would say come ready to have fun. Stay playful. Um, don't be sort of scared. Try not to be scared. Try not be overwhelmed by anything. Don't be worried about not knowing anyone. The minute you get up on stage, you'll just see how playful it is. And that's one of the things we work a lot as directors in the space we get the, the, the kids to um, to play, to be themselves, to, you know, enjoy all the different things that you can use in that space. See, what you can do in these spaces, you can see the audience, whereas normally in theatre it always goes dark and it becomes like a very high-pressured environment and everything's quiet. The globe's different, it's kind of like a playground, basically
0: it looks like an amazing few months lined up for the globe here like just so so much stuff to get involved in so much stuff to do and of course um midsummer night's dream is is a brilliant play but i'm gonna have to ask you which is your other favorite shakespeare before we go i need to know tough choice i know but do you have a favorite shakespeare play
1: um, I don't think I do. I don't think I do because it's all about how you tell them. That's the thing about Shakespeare plays. I'm you can sorry, see the sorry. same one so many times over. I might have had, like, favourite productions, but not a favourite play. But I did just ask someone before I came on the radio. I was like, I'm going on the radio. Tell me something really clever to say about Midsummer Night's Dream. And this wonderful practitioner who works here, Mary, she was like, well, it's like Titus Andronicus. But uh, but it all ends happily. Now Titus Andronicus is a really sort of uh, it's the complete for me opposite end of you know Shakespeare's work sure, yeah, because yeah. it's very very violent. There's all sorts of horrible things that happen, and you probably wouldn't make it into a children's show. But I thought you know what you're right. All the elements are there, and all of Shakespeare's plays are basically sort of different versions of changes transformations making sense of relationships and i was like wow that's true this even this very kind of super dark story is actually another fairy tale just gone a bit wrong which i think shakespeare is very good at telling just like things that go a little bit wrong and how you try and get yourself out of that pickle and in fact that's another shakespeare phrase being in a pickle that's my favorite shakespeare phrase if not play being in a pickle i use it all the time (laughs) um brilliant well thank you so much guys for telling
0: me all about your shows and your workshops and of course letting me into your beautiful theater as well thank you so much You can find out more about Shakespeare's Globe by searching for the Globe Theatre. Now, speaking of all things Shakespeare, Coram, that's a charity in the UK, are launching a brand new competition. It's called What You Will, and it's a creative competition inviting you to create a new speech for a Shakespeare character in any medium you like. This sounds so exciting. The competition celebrates 400 years of Shakespeare's first folio. That's the first collection of Shakespeare's plates. Now, Shakespeare's stories might be four centuries old, but the themes in them are still very relevant today, and this competition is a charity for you to make these stories and characters your own the shortlisted entries will be showcased at a very fancy event later this year and even collated in a publication called the forgotten folio that's the speeches that shakespeare forgot to write now don't worry speech uh, doesn't mean it has to be written spoken or even word based you can choose how your character communicates and expresses themselves through any medium it could be with a song a piece of art, movement, or via a visual message. Me personally, I think I just do loads of emojis. Uh, Now, the important thing to consider is when the character will speak and why. There's loads of examples online. Uh, Here's one from Patterson Joseph. Patterson played the role of Brutus in a production of Julius Caesar for the Royal Shakespeare Company. And the speech he's written imagines a silent moment as Brutus dies at the hands of his servant.
1: As I exhale my final earthly breath, I cannot help but end with this dread test. Did actions I considered pure and right have alternate and better ways to choose? Was Caesar's death a death I fully begged, the death of justice and a brutish spite? My father, lord, my mentor and my friend, whom I cut deep and thought it as a purge, Zeus let me die an honest man at least
0: all right pretty powerful stuff there uh sounds amazing right so to summarize you can write perform or record or draw some kind of shakespeare speech that a character from one of shakespeare's plays might have given note it down and then enter what you will full details can be found on the fun kids website right now that's at funkidslive.com and of course if you need some inspiration this game might help
2: We're going to have so much fun playing a game called Shakespearean Play Charades. It will help us learn about the exciting stories written by William Shakespeare. We'll act out characters, scenes and emotions from his plays, work together as a team and get better at expressing ourselves. To do this, you'll need small pieces of paper, writing utensils and a bowl or container of some kind. Start by dividing everyone into small groups of three or more. Each group will need enough space to act out their charades. One person from the group will pick a piece of paper from the bowl without showing it to the others. You'll have written down the name of a famous Shakespeare character or plays on these pieces of paper beforehand, perhaps things like Romeo and Juliet, or Macbeth, or King Lear. Now, the player will act out what's written on the paper without talking or making sounds. This is called charades. It's very popular. I love playing it at parties. The rest of the group will watch carefully and try and guess what the player is acting out but they only have one minute to guess. You can use your body, face, and gestures to show what you picked. It's like a silent play. After each charade, take a moment to discuss the correct answer with the group. Talk about why that play, character, scene, or emotion is important in Shakespeare's stories. We can ask questions like, Why do you think this character is special? Or, How do you think this scene fits into the story? Make sure to take turns so that everyone gets a chance to act out and guess. Remember, the most important thing is to have fun and enjoy learning about Shakespeare together. Let's get ready to act out some amazing charades. Big thank you to Georgia.
0: Uh, And just like that, we are done. Remember, there's loads of episodes of Activity Quest that you can go back and listen to at any time. And if you want some more suggestions of stuff to do, just scroll back in your podcast app and pick an episode you fancy. I'm Bex, and this has been a podcast from the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. It was produced and edited by Adam Stoner. Listen to me on your DAB digital radio, online, on the free Fun Kids mobile app and on your smart speaker. Just say, play Fun Kids every weekday from 4pm. See you soon.